0: Welcome to Definitely Not Funny. Actually the least funny person I know. Well, hi, Hannah. Welcome back. Um, If you guys remember, you probably, you might, from our Web 3 episode, Cousin Hannah is back here again, ready to do it. She is, she's not just a friend of the pod, she's a relative of the pod. (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah, I know. You're the only one by blood. Look at that. <laughs> um so we are here today to discuss not web3, but the topic of the second puberty that everyone goes through that is not explained or like you're never warned about ever. So basically and this is the transition from college to real world or if you didn't go to college I guess it could be high school to real world, but like from being a child to being an adult is quite the transition no one warns you about it people are just like oh my god your 20s are the best years ever um and like they're not (laughs) so no so not
1: necessarily
0: yeah so we wanted to chat a little bit more about this i think to get started we might as well both say what we've been doing post-college
1: yeah let's do it um well we both live in los angeles the glorious city of LA. And I work at a technology consulting company as an analyst, which is not the clearest answer of what I actually do, but I am enjoying my work as many young 20s are. I live and work in a hybrid setting. So I work part-time from home and part-time from in the office and live with two of my best friends, which has been really lovely. And you went to school with them. And I went to school with them, which has also been really nice. And we'll get to that, I'm sure, later, about how much it helps to have that transition and that context. They know what I've been through. We all know what we're kind of going through now together. So yeah, that, that's where that's where I'm at right now. How about you, Jackie? Amazing.
0: <laughs> um, I graduated from school, moved in with two of my like best friends from college that ended up not working out well at all um and so I ended up having to like move out in 24 hours and live in a studio and so I live alone now and I'm working I've been working since graduating at an advertising agency and that has been pretty much fully remote we've done some like in office things like once a month but other than that pretty remote and living in LA so Yeah. So I think the first the first thing that I I have experienced and observed that I wasn't able to articulate for a while and wasn't like aware of is the transition from having such a structured community in college to very little to no community in the real world Mm -hmm. and your community. You have to like find a way to make it. And I think. Yeah prior to covid everyone got their community from work and a lot of their community was from going to work and being there all day and being with those people but we haven't had that experience so we've had to try to find ways to build our own community especially in a city that's really spread out is exceptionally challenging so what has been like your experience with that what would you say about that
1: I think it's a great place to start because it does really come down to community and finding experiences and spaces that are bigger than just you. Yeah. College was, that was very much my main college experience was playing on a sports team.
0: Yeah, you were Division and... One athlete. That's important yeah. to include because that's very <laughs> defining for your experience. That was very
1: defining and incredibly re- rewarding and special, and I still keep in touch with the girls and love watching them from afar got to watch them play at USC last weekend which was so special but I I really feel like it's hard to replace that and it's hard to rebuild that structure in your life because of that structure it's not like not only a schedule, are you, especially as an athlete, they tell you when to wake up. They tell you where to be. They tell you what you're wearing, what you're going to do. It's that the relationships that come from that athletic experience are also part of that structure. You know, you're going to see those same people every day. You feel really comfortable around them. Exactly. So it's, it's been hard to not have that these past two years. Um, but I don't know, how do you feel about the community transition. From, oh my God,
0: it sucked. Yeah. Like, I, I think know. it's been so, so hard. And because it's like your friends, when you graduate, like you and all your friends, at least in school, from my experience, are yeah. really close. You live together, you live on top of each other, you take classes together, you do all the same things. And then all of a sudden, you graduate and you move to different places. And so, obviously, there's people who live in different cities and it's hard to have a community with them. They're, you're the plane right away. But even for just the other people who live in L.A., it's like each person kind of goes off and does their own thing with those other people. And so you lose, and you're still like, fr- like I still have like really good friends, obviously that are, that I'm close with and I see. But like, for example, like Justin and I, we are still great friends. See each other every week, always right. talk on the phone, whatever. But like, she's not part of my community and I'm not part of her community in any way we don't like hang out around the same, we don't do the same things or don't hang out around the same people. We don't work with the same people, like whatever. And I didn't realize the importance of not just having good friends, but having like a good community and a strong community. Yeah. It's so true. Which I think like no one tells you. I know they don't (laughs) really tell you. I'm curious, what are the
1: ways you have found the semblance of community? Not necessarily if it's, as the same caliber that you experienced at USC or I yeah. experienced at school like what what have you found that makes you feel fulfilled in the same way that your previous communities did
0: totally well I'm trying like I'm still trying to figure it out a hundred percent but I I would say the gym would be one because the gym I go to a lot of people from USC who graduated go there right? so I yeah. see them so it's like nice to kind of see people you know sort of out and about in places and then i would say honestly like oh this is what i was gonna say um i think when you graduate with your roommates it's you form a little community with your roommates yep and so it's super easy like when i lived with roommates whenever i would go to do something i'd always ask them like do you want to come do you want to come do this or whatever and you sort of have like built-in people that you do things with and they you have boyfriends they have boyfriends they all come over like you host things at your place and so it kind of creates a little community like that and I noticed the biggest change from that to then living alone I don't have those like go-to people I have you thank god um you thank god become, that I have you you I are know. my
1: community you're my like go-to oh my person
0: gosh. and that's been but that's been definitely really challenging and yeah. I like would honestly advise against living alone because that is so hard to not have because all your friends have their go-to people. So you're not really the go-to person and you don't really have those other go-to people if that makes sense. And so that and that's like a really quick easy built-in community low barrier to entry. I also think something with like building community is having a low barrier to entry if that makes sense. So whether that be like distance driving. And so there's Yeah. I have like a group of friends from USC who I'm still close with and they all we all live close and that's why we're like all our own little community Mm -hmm. because we all live on top of each other but the people who don't live near us aren't part of that community and that's definitely been true but then also just like i've loved with you hannah has met like so many people in la like random people and figure out how to connect them and i love those girls so like getting to see all those girls has been really great
1: well to your point about roommates and how much roommates can matter and also having roommates and then close family yeah in the city like the fact that i you were Probably the main reason I felt comfortable moving to L.A. Aww. I'm serious. And <laughs> the other reason was the roommates that I have now, because I knew I would feel comfortable living with them. Yeah. And I think to anybody who, you know, you're, you're thinking about what's next. I highly advise. Figuring out on this community piece, who where, where are your essentials, who is going to be a part of your everyday that will make you wake up and feel good. Yeah. And support you. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be over the top. You don't have to go to Coachella with them or like plan <laughs> large extravagant things. Yeah. It's like who are you going to want to do the dishes with late on a Sunday night? And who totally. what environment are you going to create where that's going to be something that you want to do rather than a space that's for where that's difficult totally. to happen. I think that living Look, living alone is not easy and it's also not easy when it's not your first choice yeah exactly that's so true because for some people it is their first choice they want to live alone and so i guess before you know thinking about what you want in a living situation think about if it's better for you to live alone or with people because for some people they rock it out
0: yeah that's actually very true some people love it i do not love it i've never wanted to live alone that was never my intention it was sort of like a fluky thing that happened last minute. And what's nice though, I'm kind of liking it now though because I'm month to month. So I kind of have flexibility nice. and can be really picky about who I want to live with next. Yeah. And so yeah. that's also super important.
1: Um, I want to hear your thoughts on developing. I know everyone develops the adulting skills at different moments in their yep. life. But like what is one skill that you feel like you've
0: developed since leaving college i think i've gotten (laughs) this is like a ridiculous one i love it but i've gotten really good at grocery shopping because i and i would grocery shop in college but not that much because i'd eat at my sorority all the time but i used to do where like at the beginning of the week i would do a huge grocery trip and i'd be like i'm gonna get everything that i might need for the week And I'd get everything. And then, of course, half of it goes bad. The entire grocery trip is so overwhelming. You get to the cash register, you see how much it is. Like, you're overwhelmed. And then now what I've been doing is there's, thankfully, a Trader Joe's and a Ralph's right next to my apartment. And so what I'll do is I will just get whatever I need for that day. So I'm like, okay, I need food for, I already have breakfast food at home, so I need food for lunch and dinner. And so I will get food for lunch and dinner for that day. Usually I have some sort of leftovers and that ends up flowing into the next day. But then it's like, it's not overwhelming. You didn't spend that much money. You didn't like get so many things. You don't have a place for it in your fridge. Like you're able to kind of, that has made a really big difference for me. And I would say that's like a skill that I don't know how else I would have learned it because the only thing I would have seen would be like from my nannies growing up going grocery shopping or my mom like, and then buying everything for a family of five, which is a much different experience than shopping for one. It is. You're not going to buy like six heads of broccoli. Well, you're also feeding yourself and a dog. That's true. But he's, he's, he's cans of food. He's, That's fair. He's just cans of food that never go bad. He's, he's pretty easy. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. What about you? What's like an adulting skill that you feel like you've acquired?
1: Oh, I'm far from acquiring this skill, but okay. I do
0: think that
1: I've become way more aware of the importance of time management. Yes, because beyond. you are now the master of your time. I mean, obviously, if you work a job, your boss or whoever you're reporting to decides exactly what you're doing, but outside of that work zone, you are the master and you get to decide what it is that you do other than sleep. Yeah. And that's a lot of decisions that you have to make. Yeah. So I'm still figuring it out and figuring out how to decide how to use my time. But yeah, time management is a is a big adult skill.
0: Totally. I think especially and you're not used to like you were obviously with sports, every minute of your day is scheduled. And then with me with my sorority, less so, but like Every night there was an event. Every afternoon there was something. Like there was always something scheduled. I didn't have to think about it. I didn't have to like whatever. I just sort of showed up. I was there. It was yeah. planned out. I've been planned months in advance. Um, and now we have to be like picky about it. And figure out like how do you do the things you want to do. But also leave time for yourself. It's so like wild. Um, I also wanted to touch on I think there's a financial transition as well obviously um i think for a lot of people i mean i feel very lucky i did not have to support myself throughout college and so i wasn't worried about finances in college it was kind of like i had a budget but there wasn't like a crazy amount i was spending on cuz my meals were covered and like it wasn't like going shopping all the time whatever mm-hmm. i didn't have to worry about rent like i didn't have to worry about all these other things And I felt like there was a sense of, like, freedom that kind of came with it. But now you have to, like, think about your finances. I still haven't really figured out how to, like, do all my investment accounts and shit like that. Um, But then, and in college, like, you and your friends sort of have different financial situations. But at the end of the day, at least from my experience, it kind of seemed like everyone was in college. And then once you were there, everything was kind of covered. There wasn't any, like, crazy superfluous costs that we were paying for. And now everything, like what you do, which restaurant you pick, like stuff like that, like you really have to think about it and you really have to budget it. And people are on very different financial playing fields. Yeah. Like extremely different. And so it's totally, I think, and it's so hard to, the general etiquette is to not talk about it. But then I don't know if that makes us like, not financially fluent if we're not having conversations about it but it's also awkward to talk about it so I don't know I'd love to hear your thoughts on that first things
1: first is I know you agree with me in that I feel very so beyond fortunate and privileged to have been so supported by yeah my family and my parents um, and my school financially very yeah. very very lucky and i i know now that or not now but going through college like, not, again like you said not everyone has the same experience there are there's a huge spectrum of financial standing and financial literacy yeah that it is not and it's really not talked about at least in the spaces that i was occupying because was so busy thinking about my next practice that I yeah. wasn't spending as much time f- thinking about my future and finances are a huge part of that. And I wish in high school or in college, I had taken some sort of financial literacy course. Yeah. I mean, very again, lucky to have parents who are well-versed in the space who can support me in my learning of that. Um, but i feel like i graduated and then all of a sudden have a bank account and now i have money from a job that's going into that bank account but again like making decisions with time how are you going to make decisions with your money and yeah. make smart decisions with your money yeah because and everyone's different everyone has different preferences so that's that's the other thing too is you can learn as much as you can but at the end of the day you want to find a a model or a thesis of investing and allocating that aligns with who you are and what you want, you know, because you could be someone who wants to spend all of their money. Yeah. Or you could be someone who wants to spend very little and and save save a lot. lot. Yeah. But that – or you want to invest it all in something. Um, So that's another adult skill that I am acquiring is figure out where I stand on that spectrum.
0: No, and I think, at least for me, when I was in college – I was always under the assumption, like, that I was going to graduate and I was going to get a job that was going to be able to support me financially. And I was just sort of like, eh, like, that was, like, my ignorance, just being like, okay, like, I'm going to do well in school and get great grades and I'll have this degree. And then when I graduate, people are going to pay me to support myself. (laughs) and Like, that was what was going to happen. And then in the field I ended up becoming interested in, I realized that was not the case for entry level and that was not an option for me. So I like had to be my parents still had to continue to support me. And I think that was something that one isn't talked about because I see all my friends and I assume all of my friends are I look at my friends and I'm like everyone's financially independent except for me and I'm the one who has a job that's not paying her enough to support herself. So I have to take money from my parents and look at me I'm such a failure because that's so embarrassing. They already support me so much. How come I'm still leeching? Like that was truly my perspective on myself and I felt it made me feel so shitty because and then I felt so shitty doing any like the idea of like going to like a dinner with friends or something. I was like well I don't want to do that because I can't even afford that like and I'm lucky because my parents would sponsor that for me but I'd feel so guilty like who am I going to go to some nice restaurant with my friends when like I should be doing something else to be making more money so yeah. that I can like really support myself. And so that I think has also been really challenging and just like I don't know. That's, I know. No, I there got. is <laughs> there is
1: a real there can be a feeling of guilt. Yeah. Like this I Like and guilt not, and shame. Yeah, and it's it's the most Again, fortunate form of guilt and shame because Beyond. we ha- are able to to go out to that nice meal if we really have to, yeah, or you know we we can afford, and we have parents who support us in affording our rent and yeah. I think there are a lot of people who who may not grow up with that support, and I think what we are lucky to have again is not not just the the financial support itself but the the mentoring support like because our our parents I know both of our parents have had good financial relationships with money and their job and their future they've been able to put us through school without any sort of weight for us to carry and some people don't grow up with that, and that's why I know we're kind of in this space now that is like, well, what
0: do I do with
1: my time and my money? But we and still
0: have so many resources. It's and crazy. we have yeah.
1: the, the role models to look up to and the people in our immediate family to learn from. Yeah. Like, I have, is, yeah.
0: I have an Excel spreadsheet where I manage all my finances that my dad helped me set up. Mm. And one of my friends, she was like, can you send me that? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know how to make that. I don't know how to do that. My parents don't know how to do that, but that would be really helpful. Um, And that's something that, like, I've—I'm so lucky to have and to know how to do. Or like, I have parents who are like, "Hi, you need to do your taxes. Do you know about your taxes?" I'm like, "Fuck me, (laughs) I want to do." Happy Tax Day! Exactly, Happy Tax Day. A couple days. This is timely. This is timely. (laughs) I know. Well, we're a little behind, but we're also behind. You have to do your taxes tonight. Exactly. Still get them done. Um, But no, I uh, like it's so weird. Yeah. And no one talks about it. No one talks about it. And so that's what makes it like so awkward because it's such a big relevant thing, I think, for each person and each person's thinking about it. Yeah. But no one will talk about it. But I don't even know how I would start a conversation about it because I would be so uncomfortable.
1: Okay. well, here's what I'll say no I would revise that sentence and this is a sweeping assumption not a lot of girls talk about it yes and I know we have have plenty of guy friends but I feel like at least where I was occupying space around mostly women we were not brought up to examine investment opportunities in the same way that a lot of boys do. Uh and I think that's that's an interesting piece. Obviously not the whole reason there's boys and girls.
0: It doesn't happen as well, frequently,
1: I, but I do think there's more so of that discussion in amongst boys.
0: I completely agree with that because when I had Connor on and I did the Connor episode, I was like, "What do you like what do you guys talk about all day? Like do you guys just like talk about sports or like do you talk about girls? Like what are you talking about all day?" He's like kind of like what we're investing in and things like. And I'm like, "Shit." Yeah. We don't talk about that. I know. At least I don't with my friends. Yeah, we don't. Like, and so that's totally a different experience. The other thing I wanted to talk about also in terms of like the lifestyle transition is your body changes. And that's like, at least for girls, I don't know what the fuck is going on with boys. I have no idea. They're not fully developed until 25. So I don't know what the hell they're doing. But (laughs) for girls, like... All of my friends have had, like, body changes. Like, and I maybe it's because, like, now we're childbearing age and our bodies are like, why the hell have you not had a baby yet? Um, But I also think it's just you go from such an active lifestyle. You walk everywhere in college. Either you walk or you bike everywhere all the time. You're only sitting for a few hours a day in class and for a few other hours studying. Like, otherwise, you're up and about moving. And now, all of a sudden, we... Sit for nine hours a day. And then we drive to go somewhere else and sit. Like, even if you worked out for three hours a day, you still wouldn't get the same level of activity you'd have in college, especially as an athlete. Yeah.
1: Especially as an athlete.
0: And I, I,
1: after finishing college lacrosse in March of 2020, yeah, I have not been able to get back into that same frequency and intensity of body movement.
0: And how could you?
1: Um, yeah, it's really hard. Like,
0: how could you structure that tie? There's. I guess. Well, some
1: people do because it's very, it's, it is still integral at that level yeah. to them. Yeah. But I was just not able to, And you're right. How could you? With your job I mean, everything. Yeah. Well, I think it's, it's once you, it's finding the job and then sitting all day at the job but even before I found my job it was still just hard for me to like self-discipline totally again back to the time management piece like how are totally. you gonna make this something that you actually want to do with your time
0: totally it's like it's bizarre it's so different and I think like I know I had to get a whole new wardrobe for clothes because I would completely yeah. changed sizes yeah. and I was like this has never happened to me before except for when I was like in middle school what what the hell is going on yeah but then my friends were kind of all going through the same thing and I'm like okay this is like a communal thing that people don't really that also people also don't talk about is like all of our bodies are changing and getting bigger getting smaller like whatever all these different ways and it's different it is. And it's, like, interesting to get used to. And you're not expecting it because you just assume that you're going to graduate college and you're just going to go right into your 20s and it's going to be the best years of your life.
1: <laughs> you do. Well, the one the one piece I really experienced this in physically was my skin.
0: Oh, yeah. And
1: it was towards the end of college. But, you know, birth control can play with your hormones in very fun ways. And so it was truly a second puberty. I was like, wait a second. I thought I was supposed to get bad hormonal acne like 10 years ago. Yeah. What's it doing? Not as I'm about to graduate college and start my life. I'm not, I I don't, I don't want to face the world with something that makes me really insecure. And so many, I mean now, which is great. There's way more open discussion and visibility around acne because ev- a lot—not not, not everybody—a lot of people struggle with it. Yeah. So that's great, but it really is a second wave of hormones,
0: and it's surprising. Yeah. And I think also, people, people like don't like getting older. If that makes yeah. sense, people are yeah, like, old. we're now like, oh my gosh, like I'm about to be 25. Like that's so scary. Dude, and people getting like, Botox. Yeah. Yeah. People are getting Botox because they're worried about wrinkles and everything like that. Like, and then I'm like, well, should I be getting Botox? Should I be getting preventative Botox? Because like, I don't know if someone else is and I feel like I should be doing it. Like what's going on? And it's, and we're still at like the youngest end of the food chain right now in terms of the real world people. And we're feeling this way. Like that is so crazy to me. Yeah. Oh. But I loved I remember I'm going to reference another episode the Hattie episode she had said something about her mom said to her Hattie was like complaining because she turned 22 and she's like oh my gosh like I'm getting older or whatever and her mom was like how lucky you are to have another year right like that a lot of people don't get to turn 22 and you did that's really like that's so exciting and I'm like I love that like I'm going to get to turn hopefully sorry morbid um hopefully I'm going to get to turn 25 like yeah how exciting is that that's so special and so that's like another take on it where as opposed to being like oh my gosh I'm gonna be like 25 like I'm not relevant I'm not whatever I might as well just like get married and get a home because what else am I gonna do (laughs) like no we're just getting started yeah
1: I really love that way of looking at it yeah and embracing all the things that aging has you know with it whether yeah. it's the wrinkles or the creakier joints or... oh my god all my
0: joints crap what's yeah. going on with that yeah. <laughs> I've never had like back problems or joint <laughs> problems that I do it's because I'm sitting at my desk that's what the chiropractor said mm-hmm. but I think like you go your whole life throughout college up to college you always just want to be older you always want to be older. You always like I was so proud because I'm a September birthday. I was always so proud to be the oldest. I'm like, I'm the oldest. I'm twenty one before everyone else. Yeah. I was eighteen before everyone else. I got my driver's license before everyone else. Like, whatever. And now all of a sudden you graduate college and now it's like you want to be the youngest. And it's a complete shift in thinking. It's bizarre.
1: It's it's so true. I remember the the tanks. What's the tanks joke? Oh, got a everyone lot. in LA wants to be twenty four. Oh yeah, everyone 24 in LA acts the like magic they're twenty four.
0: Yeah, whether you're 55 or you're like 14, you act like you're 24. Yeah. And so I'm sitting here and I'm like, I'm 24. Should I be having the best of my life? (laughs) The answer is no, it's okay okay if you're
1: not. (laughs) Exactly. I really, I really love that quote on how lucky are you to be turning older and how lucky are you to be experiencing all these new things that the world is throwing at you. Yeah. I mean, I guess it would be nice if we were prepared a little bit more for those things. (laughs) Um, But still, how how lucky are we to be aging?
0: I agree. And the last part of this that I want to add is there's definitely a huge mental health component that comes with this. Absolutely. And like transitioning and just the abundance of mental health a lot of mental health disorders come about in early 20s that is like biologically when they arise a lot of the times and I am going to do an episode on that in like a couple weeks and just sort of touch upon that and like my experience but I think that's something that like we're not we are not overlooking at we're just it's not for this episode but yeah we'll we'll Will there will whole... be more, but no, I think know get... that that's a huge part of the experience. It
1: falls right next to keeping in touch with your body because your brain is as much a part of your body yeah. as your back or your skin or your muscles. It is as much a part of your body. So keeping in touch with that is probably the most important thing yeah. you can do. It is. <laughs> it really is. It really is.
0: Yeah. And you and times of change are really hard Mm -hmm. like really hard it's crazy yeah so yeah but there is hope it is fun okay I don't want someone who's like a senior in college to listen to this and be like this sounds like the worst thing ever like no we still do plenty (sighs) of fun things we have lots of fun it's great because you really do have a lot of freedom you also like in college you have to like kind of hang out with people that you don't like because you are living with them or they're in your classes or they're in your on your sports team or something like we we don't have to do that which is really really nice if yeah. you aren't vibing with someone or like a friendship seems forced it can kind of just end you don't like you don't need to fake it you don't need to put up with bullshit you don't need to put up with those people you can really like garner the sense of independence in a highly positive way do what you want on weekends like there's no pressure to like oh everyone's going out to this party so you have to go to this party like no you could just go to bed and go hike in the morning like you don't have to do that you don't you can do whatever you want and that's like there's no external pressure to do these other things and so that is like such a plus um and having a job you really love and like that you're excited about feel like you're really contributing like those things are also so great so it is exciting it will be fun i promise you that but it will also be hard there's going like anything else there's going to be a lot of challenges yeah no i
1: think we're at this point and again it is a roller coaster
0: yes
1: (laughs) but we i feel like right now feeling very lucky to kind of be at this the top of that roller coaster and what's the the triangle is you know job social life and then sleep and like like health. health And job social health we'll do it's that. okay if those points of the triangle are not always at their peak yeah but as long as you're doing something each day to contribute to at least one of those points in a positive way that's a good day yeah it's a good day
0: exactly okay well thank you so much hannah thank you this was really special so i special. loved this i love being able to talk about this with you and Kind of talk really openly about it. I think it's so relevant and it just really means a lot to me. And you're my best friend and such a star. So I love you. Thanks for coming. The relative of the pod. The The wife of the pod. You're the wife of the pod. The wife. The wife of the pod. The pod wife.
1: (laughs) The pod wife. That's me.
0: Exactly. All right. Bye, you guys. Did you laugh? I didn't.